And my last thought is one day when I make it out to the set of House of Anubis, I'm going to recreate this scene in the yards of this apartment <laughs> complex because that's what it is. Just me. I'm going to be running. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be both talking part. to herself. Sabrina. All right, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Anubis Backwards Podcast. Today we're going to be recapping House of Tunnels, House of Goodbye. Oh, I've been dreading this moment since July, but here we are. So, like, okay, I didn't realize when I went to take episode notes today that this is what episode it was, so I texted them and I'm like, wait, Mick's leaving? And Brenna's like, yeah, I'm sad. And I'm like, I was not emotionally prepared for this episode today. Not to be this... But I was just, like, driving to go pick up dinner after work, and I was like, damn, my favorite white boy is almost here. But at what cost? <laughs> at what cost is the other favorite white boy? I just want our two favorite white boys to coexist. It's I know. truly tragic. Me They're too. friends in real life! This is so upsetting! I know. I'm so that makes it even worse. It. So, uh, worse. yeah, in case you guys were wondering, we do have alcohol tonight. We're gonna need it to get through. <laughs> we um, got... Sorry in advance. <laughs> My, my I mean, drink is this, almost gone. This is only 5%. I should be fine, but it's also gigantic. Y'all I'm drinking wine, this. so we'll see how this goes. But anyway, so cast news. First of all, happy birthday to Poppy Miller, a.k.a. Vera. Um, I I, the name really threw me Poppy off at Miller. first because I was like, Poppy? <laughs> like, Poppy Poppy and then Miller? Like, Eddie Miller? Is this like some weird AU where Poppy and Eddie get married? This is strange. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> So also in cast news, if anyone has Disney Plus on, I think it's the 28th, 26. they're going to, 26, oh, even sooner, they're going to be adding the 2008 Disney Channel games, which if you didn't know, um, our very own friend, Brad Kavana is going to be, or was on that. So if you want to go relive uh, your childhood, although, okay, go, wait, hold on. They might've been too young to be watching the Disney Channel games. Oh my god, no. <laughs> middle school in 2008. So. I've already um, felt old today with that, like, songs that are turning 10 in 2021 TikTok, and it was like, what makes you beautiful? And I was like, that song's new. Yeah, so, like, if if you did watch the Disney Channel games back in the day, go relive your youth, have fun, and then also laugh because Brad's in there now, which, you know, meant nothing to us in 2008, and now it means everything. Um, and if you did not grow up watching the Disney Channel games, definitely go watch it. It was super go fun. Watch. It's all of our favorite Disney Channel stars competing at Disney World at the place I used to work at ESPN Wide World of Sports. So it's just going to be fun. So as we already said, this was the 2008 Disney Channel game, so pre-HOA. And also he was the in the past the plate on Disney, if you remember that. I think he was literally like the fish and chips guy. He was the fish right? and chips guy. Also, he was yeah. in the UK version of As the Bell Rings. Don't ask me for I any more details on that. Yeah, because why did they make two different versions of As the Bell Rings? Like, why did they make a US version and a UK version? Just for funsies, I guess. And I, I like, I do remember this Disney Channel games because I think this was the second one, right? I have uh, no idea. Like, more I just, extreme, I think. Like more. I like, just remember um, that it was like the most iconic thing to watch all summer for like three yeah, years. And the big twist for this one was that they brought in like international Disney Channel stars. Like that's how Brad was there. He was like representing the UK, and there was other other stars from other countries as well. So I'm really excited to rewatch it. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Greg Salkin was in the British version of As the Bell Rings. Yeah, I'm excited to Google this. Wait, can you imagine if like Brad was auditioning for the same roles that Greg was, and like, what if Brad ended up on Wizards of Waverly Place? That would have been wild. 
but then he probably wouldn't have been in an HOA, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, we're gonna start with that iconic intro, as usual, and uh, the good thing about this iconic intro is that Mick's in it, and he remains in it the entire season, even though he (laughs) is actually not in the entire season. So Good for Mick. Sad. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, we kick off the episode where we left off last week. Nina notices the mark of Anubis on Fabian's arm and then sees Sankara laughing in the background. And she starts shouting, who are you? Who are you? Over and over again until Mr. Sweet's like, Nina, what are you doing? Um, and then there's a one point where Alfie's still tied, like chained to the banister. And he's like, Nina, you're making me look normal. And I just thought that was really funny. Um, again, Siri, play You Need to Calm Down. Also, Elfie was just, like, roast, like, you just mentioned it, but Elfie, like, roasting her was, like, the funniest thing. And I'm so surprised I, like, did not remember that line, because I feel like <laughs> it was such a good line. It really was. It was and so I don't remember funny. it either. I feel like we were too emo in this episode to remember some... Alfie was being funny. It was fun. So, to cover her tracks, Nina starts pretending that she's yelling at Fabian for texting her that he likes her, even after they broke up. Um, Fabian quickly realizes what she's doing and plays along, but then poor Joy looks so hurt. Um, and then she's like, you were texting during my presentation? Classy, Fabian. Um, and then Victor is all like flustered because they're still kind of doing the bid thing. So he apologizes to Gustav, but Gustav's like, no, I made the right choice. I love the drama, basically. <laughs> like, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> Nina, that wasn't a terrible lie, but it wasn't a great one. We'll give you like a four out of ten for that one. Good lie, bad delivery. It was bad, I thought. The lie was okay. <laughs> the way she was acting was bad. Because I wrote, how does Joy believe this? LOL. Because I thought it seemed unbelievable the way that Nina and Fabian were like over-dramatizing the situation. For sure. Because <laughs> they were definitely like in the house, they are you know, least likely to get into a screaming breakup fight like that, you know? <laughs> they would never. That's not their personality. <laughs> Um, also, Gustav straight up was like, oh, I love their youthful zest. And I don't know why that was so funny. So Amber walks over to them and is happy that Fabina isn't over, but Fabian explains it's a cover story. Amber's confused, but Nina tells her it's something that they have to do on their own. Amber gets upset and she's like, but there's no I in Sabuna. And Fabian's like, um, actually, there is Amber. <laughs> that there is no I in Sabuna line. Iconic. Show stopping. Don't know how I also <laughs> didn't remember that line. Again, we're too sad in this episode to remember anything iconic that was said, but there's no I and Sabuna. Actually, Amber, there is. That's so good. Also, they actually spelled Fabina correctly on my subtitles, but they wrote it like F-A-B dash I-N-A. Fabina. I appreciate the subtitle writers being as done with characters just casually saying ship names as we are. Nickelodeon, hire me to rewrite the subtitles for House of Anubis. It's all I ever watch. I only have one personality trait. Dream job. So Fabian, Nina, and Amber all sneak downstairs into the cellar, and Fabian and Nina show off their marks. Amber says, ouch, matching tattoos right before the breakup. And Nina explains that they've been cursed, so they have to find the mask of Anubis or else forfeit their lives. Amber seems unbothered and says, at least they're not going to die. But Fabian's like, no, that's what forfeit their lives means. And so they explain that they have to do this alone and that they can't ask her to take a risk like that. But Amber's like, no, I'm the queen of risk taking. And so Nina's like, okay, whatever. I guess you could be in Sabuna. So they all go, Sabuna. 
the matching tattoos line had no right to be as funny as it was. <laughs> it was so it had good. No right to be that funny. <laughs> I wrote in another. I can't sing. Siri, play Teen Extreme. <laughs> yeah, please insert. No, in the, what's the other song? In another. Oh, the one that got away. Oh, wrong Katy Perry song. Me, yeah, girl, because that says something about getting yeah. matching tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> On my 18th birthday, we got that one. Okay, <laughs> so fun fact. There's currently a petty fic on AO3 that is about Eddie noticing that Patricia and Fabian have matching marks, and Patricia was like, oh yeah, we dated. And it, <laughs> 10 out of 10. I um, love that. Right. Please wait, go read it. so do they still wait. have the mark? Oh, wait, in season two. I'm like, wait, they still have the marks after Shikari goes away? It's called Matching Marks. It's by Seti Fan 11 Please go read it so you can- I will go I'm read that. About. I love that. So Nina then enters 1890 into the combination above the shelf. And after a moment, a secret passage opens that leads to a study. So then we cut back to the library and Joy is complaining to Patricia that Fabian has been gone for a while. And Patricia's like, they're probably kissing and making up. But then Joy gives her a look. So she backtracks and says, oh, or probably homework. Meanwhile, Alfie's still chained to the banister. And Victor says he's going to go get his bolt cutters to free him. Then Mr. Sweet walks in and announced that they've officially booked the exhibition. Patricia's really just, she's so done with the boy drama. And I like, I, I support know. her. She, I continue to be, I was going to say she continues to be me, but I continue to be her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so Mick walks in and Jerome asks where Mara went and why she missed her speech. And Mick tells him that she was dumping him at the time. And Jerome looks really excited. Mick said he's confused why she did it and wonders if he should go talk to her. And Jerome's like, no, that'll come across as desperate. I'll talk to him or I'll talk to her for you. Um, just F off your home. Dear God. <sighs> I cannot stand this man. I cannot stand him. Also, it's just this, like, the first half of this episode is really, like, Jerome is the worst part, too. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I wrote that I'm gonna fight. And then I said, my subtitle said Jeffrey for Jaffrey. Crocodile <laughs> Dundee. Oh, I think Jerome called Mick Crocodile Dundee. Trudy gave Mick food on brand, and I would not trust Jerome if I was Mick. Why is Mick trusting Jerome? If no. I was Mick, I would not trust Jerome at all. I think he thinks they're friends still, because like later on he makes some comment like, I thought we were friends or something. <sighs> Mick's just, I think Mick is just one of those like, sees the good in everyone kind of pers- people. So it's like, he's my friend. Of course he's my friend, you know? He's but it's not to his own to demise. Steal my girlfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. So back in the cellar, Sabuna has figured out how to reopen the secret door from the inside. So that's good. They then continue looking around and determine that the study must belong to Robert Frobisher Smythe. Amber accidentally knocks down a painting and reveals six amulets hanging on the wall. So at one point, there's a picture of Sarah on the desk, and they're like, "Oh, Sarah!" And I'm pretty sure it's just a screenshot of season one from the flashback <laughs> scenes. Don't like we need young Sarah, but they already know what she looks like. Oh no, grab a screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't need to hire her again. We'll just screenshot. So it's like her in the dining room. Um, I Both of these notes are brought to you by our interviews with the cast members, but the tunnels are so interesting knowing that they were all just one room that they kept redecorating. Honestly, I'm going to keep yeah. thinking of that as we go into all the tunnels scenes throughout the season. Also, I'm happy for Brad. They let him wear short sleeves today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No sweater yet. 
So back at the library, Victor is excitedly telling Mr. Sweet about the book of Isis and how eternal life is in their grasp. And then Mr. Sweet gets kind of sassy and he's like, officially running the school is in my grasp, but not if we keep chasing after things we'll never have. And then Victor gets kind of like offended by that. Um, But then before he can say anything, Jasper interrupts the conversation. Uh, Mr. Sweet wants out so bad. Like Victor just rolls up and he's like, eternal life. And Mr. Sweet's like, okay, but no. I wonder if he's like, he knows Eddie's coming and he's like, I need to be a better person for my son. That is dabs on it. What I think is happening. You can't see, (laughs) but when I I straight up just dabbed. Because I don't know what year it is anymore. (laughs) It's 2012 and we're sad about Mick leaving House of Humans. true. In the study, Fabian notes that the amulets are all different hieroglyphs. Nina thinks that she's seen these specific animals from the hieroglyphs before and then realizes that they're all on the map of the tunnels that they found. Fabian then finds Robert's journals and suggests that they all read them to find more clues. Jerome knocks on Mara's door and she tentatively answers. She's crying and tells Jerome that she made a terrible mistake and that if Mick came around the corner right now, she'd tell him not to go. Jerome then notices Mick coming upstairs and he tells Mara that she needs to have some time alone and then he, he like shuts the door. And of course, that's when Mick walks up and is like, how did it go? And Jerome's like, oh, not good. Like, she hates you. The sooner you leave, the better. So Jerome, ugh, just need, you need to stop, please. <laughs> Like, and I just hate, I was thinking about this as all these scenes are going down with Jerome. I hate how they did this to him because it just gives Jara like a really horrible foundation as a relationship because, you know, like Jerome basically like schemes his way into this relationship with Mara and it's not fair to her. And like, from a writing perspective, I think they could have done a better job of still like having Mick and Mara break up and Mick leaving, but also, I don't know, not making Jerome such like a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it, and it would make Jara a lot stronger relationship I know I've talked about this I don't know if we've actually successfully kept this in the pod yet I feel like I've mentioned it like 5 billion times but the big reason I do not like Jerome and Mara is because it literally like all of their build up is while she's like still with Mick that is just it just leaves a poor taste in like my mouth and I think we always talk like what HOA could have done to get rid of Nina. But like the concept of them having actually officially broken Mick and Mara out before Mick left. Jerome and Mara kind of having this slow like she's like healing from her breakup yeah. type build up. And he's just like supporting her thing. And then if they wanted to bring Mick back still in the season two finale, they could have had him like come back to try to win her again. But she's like kind of like torn because like Mick meant so much to her. But like she cares about Jerome now. And like he was there for her. And, like, they could have done this so much better. Yes. All of this. Yes. A hundred percent. And, I mean, I guess maybe that's part of it's just Jerome's character. He's supposed to be kind of a piece of shit. But I don't know. He didn't have to be. I feel like, yeah, because they're so iffy about, like, what they want Jerome to be. Like, is he a terrible person? Or is he just, like, a guy with daddy issues? <laughs> Basically, you know? Like, I feel like sometimes it's, like, Jerome's, like, a good person deep down, but he, like, pranks a lot and he makes mistakes and he can become a bit better person and his, like, being a bad person is, like, an impact of him, like, having a, like, shitty childhood. And then it's, like, other times Jerome's just being a bad person and for why? And I don't know if it depends on who's writing him. Because I feel like Jerome is a very interesting character, but then it's, like, sometimes it's, like, I don't even like him. It's, like, sometimes he's making me so mad. And it's like, I think by season three, but then it's like, even in season three, he's being like, why? 
I think this is one of the things I actually do like about Jerome and Joy's relationship is I think Joy is a lot more willing to call him out on his shit on his shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something he needs because like he needs someone to tell him like hey, you're being a piece of shit. Knock mm-hmm. it off. And I think Joy understands that more because Joy has also been in a lot of situations where like she crosses a line that she shouldn't and I feel like maybe they both like I also love my number one favorite thing that I love in a ship is when they will call each other out on each other's shit and we all know this. It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. I know that I like talk about being like a friends to lovers stand, but it's like a very specific vibe that like even if it's not a friends to lovers, even any kind of ship, like they have to be calling each other out on their shit for me to be like, <laughs> that's some good shit. Like I love this ship so much. I think that's why I'm still a Shamsan in this year, 2021, because I, I feel like that's a perfectly executed Friends to Lovers slow burn with lots of calling each other out on each other's shit. <laughs> Everyone watch Wolf Blood. <laughs> you know that they call each other out on each other's shit, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like, that's, that's what I love. Yeah, did you probably call you out on your contrarian <laughs> shit? Anyway, yeah, um... I really like Jar in season one. You'll see me all the time say I like season one Jar and not season two Jar. And this is why Jerome is just being the worst. And they really could have just broken Mick and Mara up and not had Mara cheat on Mick with Jerome. And not had Jerome basically force Mick to leave by lying to everyone involved. Period. Uh, anyway, <laughs> period. Anyway, on other notes, which was, I also would like to tell Mick not to go. And literally, why is Mick <laughs> trusting too. Jerome? I'm going to fight Jerome <laughs> again. It's just the whole scene is so frustrating. So Amber gets back to school and Alfie runs up to her and asks where she's been. And she's like, oh, I've just been busy. And Alfie's like, yeah, too busy to tell everyone about Albert or Amphi. And Amber's like, okay, I guess we can go public. But then she like runs off before Alfie can seal the deal with a kiss. So I was just laughing in this scene. I was like, I see the writers did not do their research on ship names for this one. So they just picked two and we're like, it's it's got to be one of these ones, Albert or Amphi. <laughs> Albert. Can you imagine if we called them Albert? <laughs> I'm gonna start. What if we started just using um fake ship like the alternate ship names that nobody uses, like Foy, Albert, Nabian? Well, everyone uses Palfi and we use Petralfi, so there's that one. And I already <laughs> Mikara have always been off the beaten path with that one, so Eminem. What's the what's the alternative <laughs> ship name for uh Kabian so I can start? Fate. FT Fabe T. Fabe-tee? Fabe-tee. Just FT. 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 Everyone's gonna be like, what are you on about? That like, I wouldn't even pick up on that with KB if you didn't tell me. Alfoy. <laughs> so Amber flags down Jasper in the hallway and she asks if he knows anything about omelets. And he looks really confused and she's like, big shiny necklaces with animals on them. And he's like, uh, you mean amulets? I said omelets. I love her. You're not. <laughs> Honestly, I just want an omelet now. Yum. Wait, that's the next addition to the House of Anubis menu. <laughs> My price yes. just fell. It's fine. It should be. <laughs> so back at the house, Fabian is reading Robert's journal, and he's complaining about how boring it is, and Nina's definitely bored reading hers, too. That's when Amber bursts in, and she's like, I found out what the amulets are. Uh, they're worn for protection, and also they're not called omelets. <laughs> so Fabian's like, oh, we should definitely go take another look at them then. Um, what a joy it is to be alive. Sounds fake from a dude stuck in stasis. <laughs> oh. 
Nina's layering right now. No, like she has on a t-shirt basically underneath like a three, not even three quarter length. It's like slightly longer than the t-shirt length. Long, like slightly longer than t-shirt length. White t-shirt. Floral t-shirt on top. Nina. Yeah, her look, her look was not it. I know exactly which one you're talking about. It's like not, not good. Also, Amber saying she's always been the brains of Sabuna. Amber just gave herself a brain so. Yeah, I kind of agree though. So, at least for today. So at the dinner table, Mick announces to everyone that he's moving to Australia tomorrow. Mara is shocked when he says tomorrow and she doesn't really know what to say. And so she just runs out crying. Um, so all I have to say is Mick looks sad and Mara looks sad. And now I'm getting sad. Um, so first and foremost, and this is going to be a mild tangent and I'm very sorry to Brenna because I we were going to be on topic. Um, I also tried to take my notes while I was on my lunch break at work. And so I basically got to like this scene. So I definitely didn't like watch this scene at work and I definitely wasn't crying. And then the power <laughs> briefly, well, the lights went out. The power didn't go out. The lights went out, which is really fun when you work retail and the registers still work. But all you have are like your emergency lights because they don't let you shut down. You still have to work. If you can still sell people shit. You can work. No. I literally like got up the lights went out and I walked up front to my manager and I was like are the registers still working and she goes yeah and I was like damn I can't go home and she's like no <laughs> that, that was like the end of that also um Patricia was also shocked so I uh, I'm here to cancel out Brenna by going make Trisha I support Every you time. though it's okay <laughs> I wrote oh I had a lot of notes because I feel like I was getting sad but then trying to present myself from being sad so I said no, but Joy looks really pretty here. We were robbed because she does look really pretty, but this like look was for five seconds. She has her hair down, which is rare for season two, Joy. And but no, because I'm sad. And then I said, they all look like they've been spending a lot of time outdoors. Maybe this was filmed <laughs> in summer. <laughs> so if you look closely, they all look either like they got summer or they got tan. And I want to know, cast, where were you this week when you were filming this? Because they look. Especially in this scene. Was there not like some random beach trip that they all went on though? That's what I'm thinking. The they must filming. have went away for the weekend. They probably I swear that there were like trip. a bunch of like beach photos on Twitter from 8 billion years ago. That was like during. Se- I think it was I during season two. During season three. But I don't think that was from the beach. That was not. That was at a pool in <laughs> California. <laughs> I, know exactly I love about. it. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I've been waiting for this one. <laughs> no, no fun. I don't need to go back down this road. They probably, I don't remember any beach trip Beach trip. I remember photos, it being, probably. I'm going, it's, I don't think I can go Instagram stalking that far. It sucks because they didn't have Instagram. This would have been 2011. Like they were filming season Twitter. two. So it would have been on TwitPic, which doesn't exist anymore. If Rip. we looked, stalked ourselves on Tumblr, like, super far, maybe we could find it. Yeah, Someone sometimes people post- do post the cast photos, so. Yeah, I'm thinking that that's a good possibility, because it's, like, the whole cast. Like, if you look closely, Clarissa looks like she got a tan, like, Bobby looks burnt, Brad looks burnt, Eugene looks a bit Brad burnt. might have just been burnt from having the shingles, <laughs> who knows. <laughs> poor, poor Brad. <laughs> poor guy. Oh my god. So, but, like... 
specifically in this scene and like i think more so in this half of the episode like in the second half of episode they don't look like this as much but in this scene it's very apparent like i don't know like they went to the beach for the weekend and they filmed this scene on a monday right when they came back from the beach and they all look super tan i swear there's like a picture of jade with like a crab or something or like alex or eugene with a crab probably that would check out they they all look like they've been in the sun this is what i'm gonna focus on to distract myself from being sad about me (laughs) all right so fabian and nina are in the cellar and nina is saying that she should have never let amber get involved and they're looking through the study and discussing the amulets and if they actually could protect them from this evil spirit and that's when nina pulls a book off the shelf and she freaks out and that's our break so uh we're just gonna take a brief pause and we'll be right back all right so we are now back So at breakfast, Nina and Fabian are telling Amber about the tunnels. Fabian suggests that they go back down that night to try to figure out how to trigger the opening. The rest of the students then come down and Jerome is impressed by the goodbye breakfast that Trudy has prepared for Mick. And that's when Trudy announces that Mick isn't the only one leaving and that she just accepted a new job at the exhibition. Oh, Trudy is also making me sad. Just no, again. It is sad, but at least like we still see Trudy, you know, like she's she's Mm -hmm. not really gone, but it is sad. She's a good house mother. Mick walks in and looks at Mara, but she won't meet his gaze. Fabian asks if he's ready for boot camp, and he's like, uh, I'm not, and I really need to get my PB back up, right, Mara? But then she ignores him and just leaves. So then Mick gets sad and leaves too. And then poor Trudy cooked this beautiful breakfast. So she's like, Okay, like, uh, do you guys have any ideas for how we can cheer Mick up and like still celebrate him? So Joy's like, All right, operation, we pretend we don't care, and then jump out and tell him we love him. So, first of all, Mick, what are you wearing? He's wearing these shorts that are, like, basically capri length. They look so bad on him. I'm like, what are you doing? Um, then also in the scene, Jerome and Joy are sitting next to each other at the dining room table. And Joy is kind of, like, leaning towards Jerome. So, I love Joy. <laughs> um, oh, I said, wait, there's Joy here in Petrophy! We love the ships, because then there's also Moy. And then to that, I responded with Bobby. I'm sorry we didn't tell you we love Moy, but we needed to ship Alfie with someone. I think we would have overwhelmed him too much with we ship McTricia, we ship, we ship oh Joyfee. Yeah, because sh- he was like, they were so concerned why we shipped all these random <laughs> So we came out and we're like, we I like Mick and Joy. I ship McTricia. I said, I'm a Patricia. had a crush on Mick Truther. And they're like, can you just explain? And I was like, I guess. But anyway, I'm still sad. So here we are. <laughs> Mick's leaving. Still. Drinks wine. Cheers. Oh, I guess we're taking a drink. Pour one out for Mick Campbell. (laughs) Pour one out for the boys. Did you want to say, enough food in there to feed a Mick? Oh, there's (laughs) enough food in there to feed a Mick, according to Trudy. (laughs) Soon it'll be enough food in there to feed an Eddie. And Alfie, while we wait for Eddie, apparently, because the Alfie yeah. having to eat thing happened immediately after <laughs> Mick wasn't even gone yet. He was in the cab. <laughs> so at school, Jerome asks Mara if it's a coincidence that she broke up with Mick just in time to let him follow his dreams. She says pass and then asks what he's going to do to help Poppy track down their dad. He says pass. So then she's like, your dad clearly has things to say to you guys. And he's like, well, I should be the one taking notes because... Uh, clearly you're the authority on honesty and she like does like a comeback or something and then it kind of just storms off of course this is just as mix trying to walk up to her and get her attention um the scene was interesting because uh 
I, it just makes me again going back to the whole Jara thing like Jara would have been so good if Jerome didn't suck like as I was typing out the summary for that scene I was like wow this is like great enemies to lovers content the bickering this is so fun but then watching this see the scene I like feel nothing I wasn't shipping it at all yeah I just said Jerome's making me mad into that I say big same so Mick walks up to Jerome and he's disappointed and asks Jerome what he said to her and Jerome claims that he's the one who just got slammed and then he's mad and walks off before Mick can even finish the conversation and Mick is so annoyed and he's just like the sooner I'm out of here the better so sad Sabuna stops by the house, and just as Nina is saying Trudy should be in the library, they see her in the kitchen getting ready for Mick's party. So Nina runs off to steal the key from uh, from Victor's office that leads to the cellar. Before Fabian and Amber can catch up to her, they get roped into doing party setup with Trudy. There's a line where someone says Nina no, and that's just big same. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Fabian. I just said the baby Mick photos. All over the wall. I love them. <laughs> so Nina sneaks into Victor's office, but then downstairs, Victor walks through the door. So Fabian starts freaking out and runs out to distract him. Um, good timing. Mick is walking through the foyer with his bag. So he uses this as an opportunity. And he says, Victor, it's party time and starts singing for he's a jolly good fellow. And then Trudy pops out and is like, wait, we're not ready. But everyone runs out. And it's like, surprise. And Victor gets angry that uh they're throwing a party but at least he doesn't catch nina so um so again i was just appalled even that brenna didn't mention how mick said he hates goodbyes yeah he said that that's why he was leaving early and uh it's painful that's why i didn't write it down (laughs) 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 laughing to hide my tears there was a lot going on in that scene I wrote Nina's hair is pretty. I also wrote Patricia enjoy eye emoji. I think they were sitting super close to each other on the couch. I think that's why I said that. We love Joy Trisha. We love some good old-fashioned Joy Trisha content. So immediately after this, we cut to the party scene. So everyone's changed. Mick's party starts. Fabian walks up to Mick and is like, so Mara's a no-show. And Mick's just like shrugs and he's trying to keep it cool and he's like she's freezing me out this is where the tears started welling in my eyes was right here and this was like extra sad for me knowing now that not only was this mix goodbye this was essentially bobby's goodbye party as well which is just awful horrible and to that i said i hate this part right here i just can't take these tears i wrote i love to cry oh mctricia and moy mcvian also, do we count this as Amara and Fabian moment? Uh, they're not, like, talking to each other, so probably not, but I do like that they're acknowledging each other's existence. Don't you hate when that's the call the content your ship gets? So, upstairs, Mara is sitting on her bed, holding the bracelet that Mick gave her. Patricia and Joy walk in, and they're trying to convince her to come downstairs. And then uh, then uh, Patricia's like, I give you permission to slap me if I ever get like this over a boy. And then she's like, never mind, I'll slap myself. So then Mara explains that she's putting Mick first and not making him stay for her, even if that means staying right here until he's gone. I'm just, oh, my heart breaks in this scene. And um, this reminded me too, I forgot if this was like recorded or like when we were all talking after, but at one point Alex was asking us like what props we would take because we asked them what props they would take. So I think he was looking for ideas and now I have a good answer and I want this bracelet (laughs) with the bracelet from Mick. Um, and I just really like that they like brought these back in season two so they could have like a full circle moment. It just makes me soft and sad. 
Yeah. <laughs> Hi, puppy. Okay. Um, I, I, I just said I, I love the callbacks, like, that, you know, we start with, like, the first episode ever, and we were, like, our first episode of this podcast outside of our introduction is House of Bogo deals, because we were, like, making the bracelets, so, so I like a good... Full circle, Mick and the bracelets, Mara with the bracelet. We get a scene with Amber and the bracelet right after this. So, so I love the little callback to the beginning of Mick's story when he was stupid and bought two girls bracelets, but it was kind of, kind of cute and funny, you know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, Patricia going, it's okay, I'll, like, I'll slap myself. Um, ma'am? <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am. Patricia. Did you, did you slap yourself? Yeah. I love the, like, because you know at this point they knew they were writing Eddie in, so, like, this is just funny. <laughs> we didn't even know. We didn't. Ah, uh, the foreshadowing we now see in the year 2021. All right, so downstairs, everyone is taking pictures when Trudy comes out and says that Mick's taxi is here. So Fabian and Mick do a handshake, and then Amber walks over and hugs him, and then she gives him the bracelet that he gave her and says even though it didn't bring them luck, she bets things will be different in Australia. And I just really like that Mick forgot closure. So I wrote, I love this scene, which was half because of Mick and half because of them all taking pictures, because I love the whole squad vibes of them all taking pictures. And then I said, this Mick scene, and then I said, I know it didn't exactly bring us luck with 500 crying emojis, which I didn't even spell luck correctly because I was so emo about this Mick scene. I love them so much. I love this whole scene so much, this whole squad. I love this little vibe where she's like, where they hug. First of all, they let make an Amber hug. Wow. Scandal. <laughs> There's a lot of hugging. Yeah. Like this is a scandalous There's episode a, for Nickelodeon. This is a very scandalous episode. They let them all hug. I guess they were like, if Mick's going to leave, we'll let you all hug. Oh, wait. I forgot to mention this from earlier, but there was literally a um, scene where Patricia had her arm around Mick. And for what? <gasps> we love that for them. Love that. We love to see it. Anyway, it was very, it was very cute. Very great time. Um, I was crying, but it was cute. So then Mick looks around and he says, "No, Mara," and everyone awkwardly kind of shakes their heads. So he's like, "All right, I better get going," and heads out. So then Nina walks over to Amber and Fabian and asks if they're okay, and Fabian says yes, but that they should do something to take their minds off of it. And so they decide to go down to the cellar. So I just like in this scene that they acknowledge that Nina basically has no attachment to Mick. (laughs) But at least she recognizes that Fabian and Amber do because like she's clearly unbothered by this whole situation is like, you okay guys? Cool. Let's go do do some Buna shit. Um, But Fabian's about to cry. (laughs) This is why like I'm 90% sure Mick and Nina could run into each other in like the future and I feel like Mick might recognize Nina because like ah, my roommate's girlfriend. Or love interest. But Nina would be like, who the fuck this bitch? Honestly, like, Fabian and Amber were, like, both so sad. And it makes sense. Like, Fabian and Mick were really close. Amber and Mick dated. I feel like they still had a pretty good friendship after that. Yeah. Nina never spoke to Mick. But it's so funny because Mick's, like, so close to, like, the two people that Mick's... We don't have that person, though. It's, like, the two... Like, Nina's so close to Amber and Fabian. She's not really close to Mick. But we all have that person. It's, like... Oh, our friends are close to that person, but I don't really talk to them. But it's so funny. She's just like, Mick left. Cool. Whatever. Bye, Mick. Like, Sabina? So outside, Mick hugs Trudy, then join Patricia before getting into his cab. Just as the cab pulls away, Mara comes out and runs after him. Um, first, first and foremost, listen, I just got to milk Mick Trisha well I can. So once again, Mick Trisha, 
Also, Darn didn't tell Bobby that Patricia told Mick she was going to miss him. Also, Moy. Yeah, I said the Patricia and Moy crumbs. This wasn't like every Moy edit ever. Also, 5,000 crying emojis once again. This is awesome me at Mick leaving. Jerome and Alfie in the background, lol, because Mara, like, starts running, and Jerome and Alfie are just walking around in the background, they look at her, they're like, what? And then I just, I am sad! <laughs> I'm also sad. Although, I just realized, I remember seeing Jerome and Alfie in the background, too, and it makes sense that they would be saying goodbye, but we don't see them saying goodbye, so I wonder if there's a deleted scene here. Ooh. Or else why would they be in the background if they weren't in the That's scene? what I wish we asked. <laughs> Or was that just writers overlooking that dynamic? Or that, Maybe. like, how they, that, like, house dynamic. Yeah, just dynamic. Like, they I, just, but they, I just, like, it's interesting that they're in the background of the scene. Because if they weren't going to talk to anyone, why would they be in the background of the scene? But I'm overthinking. Anyway, <laughs> so Mara thinks that he's gone and she looks so defeated. But then suddenly he comes running towards her and he asks if she came out to make sure that he was gone. And she says no, but she just needed to say something. Then they look down and they realize they're both holding the matching bracelets. And then he thanks her for letting him go after his dreams. And then she's like crying and she goes, don't you dare forget me. And he says as if, and then they hug. And then when they break apart, she says bye Mick. And then he kisses her one last time. And then he walks away and they're like holding hands into the last second because their hands like stretch and then finally break apart. (sighs) And I'm a mess. I'm going to start crying. This is, I love them so much. But like, uh, what a goodbye scene, though. Like, I hate that he had to leave, but they got a really good, good goodbye scene as a ship, I felt like. <sighs> and uh, don't you dare forget me as if lives rent free in my mind forever. And my last thought is one day when I make it out to the set of House of Anubis, I'm going to recreate this scene in the yards <laughs> of this apartment <laughs> complex because that's what it is. <laughs> Just me. I'm going to be running. <laughs> Brenna's like, don't you dare forget me. Eddie, I know you're listening, so if you you can film me. (laughs) Talking to yourself, please. I would pay like at least at least twenty bucks for that content. That's her that's her Patreon content. It's just just Brenna (laughs) reenacting reenacting scenes. I can react petty scenes by myself. So we could do the picnic scene with <laughs> the Fabina <laughs> Amphi double date picnic. That's just by yourself. Or or petty. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just me. <laughs> I just I'm gonna go play, steal some poor person's lawnmower and go crashing into a bush. <laughs> um, I'll reenact the scene when Fabian dives into the bushes to find the key. So Patricia and Joy go to Mara to comfort her. Joy says that that was really brave and that he'll understand one day. And then Patricia says, you think it's Mick, which makes Mara, Mara laugh. She then says they should go inside and eat. So then Joy puts her armor on Mara and they walk inside. I just love this trio a lot. Girl power, friendship. Love to see they it. They would have been too superior if they remained the trio of season three. Mm-hmm. Imagine them yeah. being the Sabuna girl group. 
in season three. Oh, they would have been unstoppable. We were robbed. They would have actually solved. I mean, like, the what if, wait, them in KT. I have no hate for KT. I love her, so I'm not going to be like FKT and kick her out of Sabuna. But what if they actually let Joy and Mara in Sabuna? It's the Anubis sisterhood. Anubis sisterhood. Except for Patricia, like noped out like right away, and then like Willow was there, and it was like Willow, Joy, and Mara. Mm-hmm. Well, they were basically the trio because it was like Patricia had to be in Sabuna, so it was like Willow, Joy, and Mara as like one entity. Uh-huh. Sabuna as one entity. That makes sense. Jerome getting screwed over by the trio. It's fine. <laughs> Jerome making out with all of the trio. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing about this scene, this should have been the end of the episode. Like I, I am too emotionally unstable to deal with the other plot points at this point. I am upset that they made you. They, they like to me. Mick leaving was the most important part of the episode and like was the climax and it should have ended there but they're like no we have to talk about sabuna still we have to talk about poppy and jerome's daddy issues and i'm just sad about that they could wait till next week for sabuna they could wait till next week for their daddy issues they could have you know just extended the mick leaving scene like they could have cut to a bunch of sabuna and then cut to the mick stuff outside because it's not like patricia or joy are like in any other scenes this episode Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they, could, they yeah. could have just like done all the Sabuna and the Jerome and Literally his dad stuff, the and order. then they could have cut back to the like goodbyes. We wouldn't have known because all that stuff could yeah, have been happening simultaneously. Yeah, like other than Jerome and Alfie being outside during that scene, like, but like Jerome could have talked to Poppy and then gone outside with Alfie. Yeah, for sure. So then I noted. Before Alfie personally inhales the buffet, says Patricia, about them needing to go to eat. So now, you know how Alex said somebody always had to be the one who had to eat? Mick is not even gone. He is in the cab. He has not fully exited the property. And now that personality trait of likes to eat has been transferred onto Alfie and Patricia has to tell us about it. That's so funny. <laughs> I think, okay, so I think it's funny because, like, for whatever reason, like, I feel like when we as a group think of, like, characters who like to eat, we always think Mick and Eddie. And I, for some reason, it didn't occur to me until, again, tonight, that there's an episode between Mick leaving and Elfie, or not Elfie, Eddie showing up. So it really, it's, like, Elfie for, like, an episode and a half. And then in, like, season three, with with the Sinner stuff, they try to get Elfie with Cake. But they didn't. They don't succeed. But they do try to they get have, Alfie. With they Kate have to give it back years. to Alfie because Eddie's now the Sabuna leader. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it was like it's like Mick, Alfie for one episode, Eddie for the rest of season two, and then because Eddie's personality trait cannot be likes to eat, it has to be Sabuna leader. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie has to get the likes to eat personality trait back. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> That's so, like, Nickelodeon that they, like, were, like, one character just has to like to eat for no right. reason. <laughs> so, Jerome and Alfie are in the house now, and Jerome catches Poppy sneaking in. He confronts her, but but she says that she's actually looking for Mara. He then pulls out a lost dad flyer from her backpack, and he asks if da- their dad really went to Anubis, and she says yes, and asks if that makes him curious at all. Um, and Jerome's like, look, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it right. We're hiring a private investigator, and we can do this properly. Uh, why does the show never address the John Clark and Mister Sweet thing? Like this is just like know. infuriating because like they, they vaguely mentioned it again here, and then like they just never come. Nothing ever comes from it. 
They want details. <laughs> like, what is the purpose of making them, like, have gone to the school together at the same time? There was no know, point. They set it up, but then they, like, never follow through with it. And I don't even know what they were trying to set up. That's, like, the most frustrating thing. Is they went like to school could, together. It's not like there's, like, this, like, you could fill in, like, this one blank. It's, like, they just put a detail and, like, they never expanded on it. They, they went to school together, but for some reason, Mr. Sweet won't say they went to school together. So that's sus, but then it's never brought up again. I just wrote, they keep saying, like, and they said in the episode before, and I mentioned it then, like, their dad, quote unquote, went to Anubis. This school isn't called Anubis. I don't okay. know why they keep saying went to Anubis, what? So not to backpedal real quick, but, like, the thing with, like, Mr. Sweet and Don Clark knowing each other is that they're, been, like, both, like, vibing at, like, the party in the season two finale, and it's not like there's, like, it's weird between them or anything. <laughs> they like acknowledge each other exists and that's like it i'm like what is happening here what was so intended strange. to happen here it's weird because i don't understand why mr sweet didn't just say like we went to school together but like i don't know much about it other than we went to school together it's been years like, it was, like it's been at least like 17 it's been at least like 16 years right assuming yes. that's like how old our kids are but probably even longer because we're gonna assume that like they haven't seen each other since they graduated school and we're assuming they didn't have their kids immediately yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. I did the math at one point. Like, I think Mr. Sweet would, like, they would have been in their 30s when their kids were born. So, like, it's been oh, at right. least, it's been probably, like, what, 40-ish? I don't even want to say 40. Wow, that was weird. That was a really lack of math. That was a lack well, of math. Well, say there. they graduated at, like, 18, and then, like, they had their kids at, like, Like, 12 30s. years later. Yeah. So, and then their kids are all 16. So, it's probably been, it's like. It's been, like, 30 years all you have to say is we went to school together and like <laughs> oh i don't remember him like that's literally all yeah. you have to say like that's like the least sus thing they set up a plot that they never followed through with by having mr sweet lie about it because had he just been like we went to school together cool but like why would mr sweet lie about it and then, then never bring it up again no idea also why do they keep saying they went to anubis because again the school is not called anubis i don't, I don't know why they didn't just give the school a name like why or went to this school or lived in Anubis house like is the school secretly called Anubis because they keep saying it like it is Anubis boarding school but only some students get to live in the Anubis house (laughs) (laughs) alright so Sabuna is down in the study looking at the bookshelf Nita notices a bird symbol at the top and Fabian finds the same symbol on an amulet he realizes that it's Toth which is the god of learning Amber says that she also saw that symbol on a book so she goes to pull down the book but then it's actually a lever and the bookshelf rotates and then Fabian and Nina literally don't notice what's happening until Amber (laughs) starts screaming and that's where the episode ends so for some reason I was just paying attention to outfits more in this scene um so Nina's outfit now super cute like I would even consider wearing that in this year 2021 she's got like a dress and this like denim shirt over it it's cute and then Amber's outfit, I definitely tried to rock in 2012 similar things. She, like, Amber wears a lot of, like, the Peter Pan collar shirts in t- season two, which was, like, yeah. all the rage in 2012. And I remember Very trying to wear those. And I had a shirt that I thought looked like one of Amber's. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Her okay. having a shirt that's, like, a glittery Peter Pan collar is, like, peak 2012 fashion. And Honestly. I don't hate it. I like it. I very it much would have been into it in 2012. It's cute. Me too. <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I comment on the credits, but also Amber, like, just being like, oh, I take it back. I love books. I felt I found that funny. 
that's you guys when I start talking about random books and going on a rant and then you're like stop (laughs) (laughs) anyway in the credits I think I noted because I had talked about how there's photos in the credits I think it's just the same photos for all the episodes in season two so it's not relevant to the episode that is in it just the same photos all right so um ship of the week there is one answer. It is Mick and Mara. <laughs> I'll give it to them. I will also give it to her, but we gotta give credit to the boy and Victricia for the trio hug. We gotta give them like for half sure, a point. For sure. Honorable mention. I'll give them points yes. for having crumbs. Yes. We we do love crack shit crumbs, so. <laughs> there were Jeroy crumbs too, but is that a real crack ship when they happened in season three? It was a crack ship at the time. Well, <laughs> 2012 me was crack shipping them, so. <laughs> The we didn't know. It was real. <laughs> so, brain cell of the week, I put Amber. She was she was actually pretty smart this episode. Like, she asked Jasper about the amulets, figured out what those were all about, even though they don't know what to do with them yet. They'll, they'll figure it out soon. Um, and then she technically was the one to figure out the tunnel passage. So. Yeah, she gets points. She thought yeah. they were called omelets, but she was smart, other than <laughs> thinking stuff was called omelets, and that there was no eye in Sabuna. All right, so now for our game. This is a new game. I don't know what it's going to be called, so I'm just calling it <laughs> Guess Who Posted This on Tumblr? <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> so I, I don't through... have a Tumblr deep time, but... <laughs> so, yeah, now that we're in season two, this was the age of, like... This was, like, peak fandom for me for, in my head was, like, 2012, but obviously there's stuff for 2013, too. But, yeah, basically, there's a lot of blog posts on Tumblr that we have. And also tweets, so maybe we'll do a Twitter edition of this soon. But me and Emily have the same blogs that we have had forever, so I was able to just go through our archives. And then for Laura, even though her blog was deactivated, I was just searching her many usernames on our blogs to try to find posts, Sorry, and I was able man. to find some stuff too. <laughs> so I made it very difficult. So I picked out, I think, 10 different posts, and I'm going to read them, and you guys are going to guess who wrote about them. They're all season I two. They're just like gen- generic season two ones, though, because there wasn't enough to do like just the episodes we watched. So some of them are easy. Some of them are not so easy. Get ready. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be trick questions. Like it's going to be like, I'm obsessed with Piper, but it's going to be like you. <laughs> so the first one is forever rewatching the petty kiss. And then there was a gif of Alfie <laughs> that says clearly regrets nothing here. <laughs> oh, if, if be- that's not me. That, it sounds like Emily. <laughs> I feel like it's not actually me, though, and I feel like we're I feel like, like it's a trick question. Laura. I don't think I would have said that, though. But I, I did enjoy the petty kiss in season two, but I don't know if I would have been like... <laughs> I'm gonna guess Emily, knowing it's potentially a trick question. Alright, final answer for both of you? <laughs> me. Yes. <laughs> that was actually me. Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> so- knew it wasn't me. <laughs> You were like, she's going to do trick questions. And I was like, hee hee. <laughs> okay, so the next one says, if the collector slash masked man isn't Rufus, I'm going to feel stupid. <laughs> oh, probably um, me. That seems like uh, a me thing also. Brenna. <laughs> that one was Emily. Good job. <laughs> I remembered posting that, so. I don't know why I remember this. So <laughs> Three years ago. <laughs> Nine years yes, ago. I remember this vividly. <laughs> okay, so this one's a bit longer. So I think this was a, a spoof of like, do you remember the Uncover All the Clues promos they did that were horrible? Yes. <laughs> um, where they tried to like pin the blame on someone else every week. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we were all like, like, F this. This is dumb. So this person, the title says, and I know who else I've got my eye on, Amelia Pinches. And then it goes on. She's been gone, too. She has a crush on Alfie. Maybe she wants to lure him to the mask and destroy any competition standing in her way. Watch out, girls. Okay, I know Megan is I know Megan isn't an like option, but Megan. I'm guessing myself because I feel like I would be like that trolley like that. Final answers? Myself. Laura. <laughs> Correct. That or was Megan. Laura. <laughs> Megan's not Megan wasn't an option. That just sat Megan's felt like not a an option. So I'm like, I know that I would post like weird trolley shit, like making fun of stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> Because I wrote a lot of fan fictions that were just me making fun of stuff, too. <laughs> I thought I was so cool. I was not cool. Like, I thought I was cool making fun of stuff. I like, thought you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the next one, the title says, I figured it out. And then the text says, instead of hating Joy or Nina, let's hate the writers. <laughs> that sounds like anything any of us could have this doesn't feel like a 2012 thing I would say, but it feels like a 2021 thing. Brian, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna so... go with Brenna. I'm going with Brenna too. <laughs> no, that was Emily. <laughs> I like how it's like this doesn't sound like something I would say. It sounds like something I would say, but not in 2012. I was like, all of us would say that now. <laughs> All right, so the next one, the title is just Mick. <laughs> so it says, it says, I've loved you from the very first episode. How dedicated you were to your sports. How you treated Mara. Your adorable, clueless moments. I've enjoyed every second. I really hope this isn't the last time we'll see you at Anubis House. I, 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 I know this is a trick question. It's going to be a trick question, and it's going to be Laura. I don't think I would say something about Mara. Would not be a thing I'd say. I don't think I would have brought up Mara. I'm gonna guess Bretto because I don't think I would have been like talking about Mikara in 2005. I mean, I think it's Brenna, but like if it's a trick question, it's Laura because that would not have been something I would have said. (laughs) It was me. I was laughing so hard when I found it. (laughs) I'm like, I would not have written about Mikara. That's why I'm saying that. Like, I really, like, wrote this. Oh. Meg, I loved you since the first episode. Like, as if he was going to read this. Like, what was I doing? <laughs> Meg's, like, re- reading this, falling in love with you. Like, wow, I appreciate how much she says she loves me. <laughs> All right, so the next one says, Dear Mick, everyone hates me here. Can I transfer to your school? Miss Valentine says she'll give me the papers. I wish you'd get your ass back home. Joy, smiley face. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Boy content, that would have been me. Also, ass back home was like the boy <laughs> song for some reason. I don't know where you're going or when you'll come back i haven't listened to that song probably since 2012 and it just like came back in November. one more night to hold you close i don't know where you're going but get we'll your, get your ass, ass back, back home <laughs> are we gonna add this song to our podcast dance break please yes please <laughs> so we can think of moy 
And then was it was it Jeroy was glad you came or Jamber was glad you came? Jamber was glad you came. Jeroy for some reason was when the stars go blue, which doesn't make any sense, but that's my tag for them before they were real. I thought Jamber was like I know that there was a Jamber video to Glad You Came that I made. Curse of Curve. Why did I think Jamber was Curse of Curves? It could be. You might have made a video to them to Curse of Curves. I think that I made a video of them to Glad You Came, but <laughs> what? All right, so two more. So this one says, and most importantly, Ghost Lady, Curse, Ga, I want to know more on what it means and the dollhouse. Maybe it's actually good, like the real house? What? <laughs> That's like chaotic enough to be me, but I don't know if it would be on me again. I don't. I can't. But I, I guess Laura. Like that doesn't feel like a I me thing. Guess myself, feel like a someone thing. would have. Someone would have to have reblogged it for you to be able to find it. But I'm gonna guess myself. So that one was actually me. Okay. It was an excerpt because for. I don't know if I did this every episode, but I found a bunch of them. I did these like huge reaction posts for every episode where I would write like a ton of crap and so that was just like a part of it I think you need to bring that back and just that's gonna be your pod summary one week there we go I should just pull from that for the pod summary oh my god instead of like rewriting your notes just like what were your notes in 2012 it's just funny though because I don't know what's happening like we didn't even know Sankara's name yet because I'm like ghost lady lady. And then I tweeted something today where we were starting to hear the rumors about Piper. And I was like, what's this twin rumor happening? Like, because we didn't know. <laughs> all right. So last one. It's in all caps. Okay, guys, I managed to fit Eddie X pancakes in my vid XD. Oh, God, that's me. Emily. Oh, God. That is me. Emily, 1000%. You have video, the word video in XG, which I didn't leave behind until more recently. So, like, damn, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was video it. was this? I need to know. I think it like I don't know. It looked like some I video where you did a lot of ships at once. Is what was it, it seemed like. Was it like a Valentine's Day video? Maybe <laughs> you put Eddie X pancakes in. There. Eddie X pancakes. Okay. What, what's the date of the post? Can you find oh, out? Oh, I don't remember. It was it early means- February. Yeah, that was okay. 2012 though. Valentine's Day video. Yeah, just like a multi-ship <laughs> video from around February 2012 was probably what Let it was. Let me look. I'm literally typing in Valentine's Day on my YouTube channel right now. Okay. I think I know. I think I know which video it is. But I'll report back and I will. Um, Text I'll send it to you guys. Sounds good. Well, anyways, guys, that's it for our, <laughs> our Tumblr game. If you ever want to get a taste of the 2012 fandom my tumblr is samaracampbell.tumblr.com as it has been for years and yours is lance hunters right yep oh no it's the lance hunter the lance hunter okay that's from my shield days yeah if you want to stock laura's old blog just go onto my blog and search piper lewis or emily's blog search piper lewis i'm so sad i'm locked out of it but my current blog is hyacinth bridgerton um there's stuff back to 2013 on there i deleted it before that i think because of the weird internet protection laws i thought i was gonna get in trouble for like posting about house benubis that the government was gonna come for me Like, they would have cared. Anyway. But yeah, um, it's pretty chaotic if you click through the archives. It was pretty funny. I was having a good time today. I but, love uh, that But anyway, game. you should also always follow the podcast social media. So we are at Anubis Podcast on Twitter, at Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram, at Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok. You can email us, AnubisBackwardsPod at gmail.com. 
And I think that's it. So we will see you guys next week. Sabu. 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 There's no I in Sabuna. Don't you dare forget me. As if. So much I wanted to say. Where is he at? Is there anyone there? Hi, Lily. We did this for you. Jerome in the black fit. Jerome in the black fit. <laughs>